NFL draft prospect profile, Daniel Fa'alele. Then we're going to dive into some transfer news for the Golden Gophers. And finally close it off with Ben Myers and his latest signing in the NHL here on Locked On Golden Gophers. No matter what happens, no matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Uh, whatever turns out, however it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. And then when it does turn out, good or bad, we're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Kane Rob. You can find me on Twitter at 4KaneRobVideo and follow the podcast on Twitter at LOGoldenGophers. Be sure to tune into the podcast wherever you can. Follow, like, and subscribe on any streaming platform that you prefer, whether that be iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, you'll find us on those streaming platforms. Be sure to like us, follow, subscribe, and give the podcast a five-star review. Once again, this is the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, the show where we always continue to row. We've got some big news today. We've got some fun topics today, and we're going to get started right away. We're going to dive in on our next NFL Draft Prospect Profile. Again, we're doing these once every Friday up until the draft. And today's player of topic is Daniel Falele. He was an offensive tackle for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And I think the best way to describe Daniel Falele is he is a big man. He is a mammoth. He is a beast of a human. And some team is going to hone in on that, take a shot on that, and hope he can destroy defensive linemen and incoming pass rushers to protect their quarterback. Now diving into the metrics that he put out on his pro day and the NFL combine, his relative athletic score is actually not that great, unfortunately. He scored a 2.39 on the relative athletic score out of 10. Again, not very good, but a majority of that grade coming from his speed grade and his explosion grade. Now, if you look at his composition size grade, he is elite, which we already know. He's a mammoth of a human, and his height was a 9.76, and his weight was a 9.98. Um, you can't beat that. But where he did seem to have a little bit of a flaw, and I was caught off guard by it when it happened, to be truly honest with you, was on the bench press. He only put up 24 reps. Now, I'm not saying I can go out there and knock out 24 reps, bust out 24 reps of 225 pounds, but this beast of a human... 24 seems really low. In fact, he had scored a 6.48 on the relative athletic score due to his size and weight in comparison with his size and weight. And, you know, even Boye Mafe had more reps on the bench press than Daniel Falele, which kind of caught me by surprise, but I'm not going to fault him too hard for it. He is still 
strong, and he's a great player, as we saw with the Gophers. Now, when we look at his explosion grade, the vertical jump, he scored a 7.5 on the RAS score, but then everything after that, for his broad jump, it was a 1.2. All of his speed metrics were under a 1. So it can be worrisome, although I'm not really expecting a 384-pound man to be relatively fast. Now, if that pairing ever happens, that man's going to be the number one draft pick in the draft if you find a guy who's 384 pounds and is testing in the 9s and 10s on the speed metrics. So I'm not too concerned, you know, especially since he doesn't play the left tackle position, which you would need a little bit more speed to get a quick release, quick get off from the line in order to protect your quarterback's backside or weak side. Um, but fortunately, Daniel Falele has played right tackle his entire career with the Golden Gophers. In fact, he started 31 games out of 34 games in his career with the Golden Gophers, and he started all 31 of those at the right tackle position. Now, Falele has some great accomplishments, especially from this past year where he was named All-Big Ten first team by the coaches and All-Big Ten third team by the media. And he was also an Associated Press All-Big Ten second team. So he had a great season this past season. And in this past season, he blocked for an offense that totaled 4,681 yards and averaged 25.46 points per game. And he even rushed in a touchdown in the bowl game versus West Virginia. Now, if I saw a 384-pound man who is 6'8", running at me with the ball towards the end zone, I would fear for my life. I'm not going to lie to you. I would fear for my life. So if they somehow incorporate that into a package at the NFL level, whew, I would not want to be on the defense playing that one. But even taking a look at his stats in 2019, he also looked well there. He blocked for a team that put up 5,616 yards, which was third in school history. Also blocked for a team that passed for 3,293 yards, which was the University of Minnesota's passing yards record. And that team in 2019 also scored 443 points which is the second most in school history in the modern era. So he contributed to some very successful offensive lines. He contributed to some very successful running games. And Daniel Falele is likely to go in the second round, maybe mid to late second round, possibly third round, but I would expect he would be gone on day two of the NFL draft. Some team is going to take a shot on him regardless of his poor RAS score because you don't find offensive linemen at his size that have played at in the Division I FBS football level. It's just like athletic quarterbacks Every coach, there's always a handful of them, probably two to three at least, that think, I can fix that guy or I can work with what he's got, even if it's not perfect or he has flaws. There is always, always a coach that thinks that, and I will not be surprised when two or three teams 
have that same thought and they think that they can take him on in the second round and make him a great established piece on the right side of their line. So Daniel Falele, I am more than sure he will be drafted on day two. We can't wait to see what team he falls to here at the Locked On Golden Gophers, and we will be a fan no matter where he goes. But what I can guarantee is that some team will take him based on size alone. I mean, not only is Daniel Fa'alele the heaviest person at the NFL Combine since 2003, but his fellow Aussie and current Eagle offensive lineman, Jordan Mailata, he said when he saw him, this mother bleep was as big as a bleeping truck. I mean, a flat out current playing NFL offensive lineman said that about Daniel Falele. So if that doesn't tell you right now how big this guy is and how he could instill fear into any NFL player with his size, if he can control it and use it to his advantage, man, it's going to be fun to watch Daniel Falele at the next level. I can't wait for him to get a shot. And we will keep you updated when he is drafted on that day. Now next, we're going to talk about a couple of players that are potential transfer options for the Gophers right here on Locked Out and Golden Gophers next. I want to talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar is my new low-calorie, high-protein go-to. I mean, I've replaced my candy bars with these because they're better and they're better for you. My latest kick has been the mint brownie because it tastes exactly as it is described. And the cool thing about Built Bar is that if they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. And it will be delicious and good for you. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. So if you are intrigued and I don't know how you wouldn't be, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And we're back. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Now we're going to talk about some players that are on the transfer pipeline, on the transfer outlook for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The first being guard from Clemson, Nick Honor. Now, John Rothstein, an insider over at CBS Sports, broke on April 8th that Nick Honor has told him that he's cut his list to three programs. And those programs include Minnesota, SMU, and Missouri. This is great news for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. We clearly have been looking for a guard in this transfer market. And this is this news is coming on the heels of his list previously also included Georgia Tech, Cal, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arizona State. I mean, those are all schools that are either in a similar spot as the Gophers, slightly above the Gophers, or 
in Vanderbilt's case, a team that just was in the NCAA tournament. So the fact that we have beat out those teams and landed in the top three is a great thing to see. I mean, as a freshman at Clemson, Nick Honor was averaging 15 points per game. He still has two years of eligibility left, and he could be a good get for the Gophers, especially as they are looking for a point guard, especially a probably a starting point guard to start with the first team of this unit. So Nick Honor is someone that really intrigues me in that spot, and I hope that we can land him. Now, another prospect that has trimmed their list down, and it still includes the Gophers, is Isaiah Thompson, who was previously at Purdue. Now, Thompson is on my personal short list of players I really want to join the Gopher squad, uh, along with Michael Jones, as you've heard me talk about previously. And why is that? That is because Connor is a three-point shooting stud. I mean, he shot 42% from three-point last year with Purdue, and he started 20 games at point guard for the Purdue program this past season that was ranked in the top 10 the entire year. I don't care that he was only averaging about four to five points. Those contributions on a team that was ranked all year go a long way. And you're telling me he could be a future either starting point guard or contributing player on this Gophers team. And I'm going to take that. Now, something I see as a potential positive is the Gophers are the only team left that are from a power conference. The other teams that he is considering include FGCU, Northern Kentucky, Loyola Marymount, and Grand Canyon. Of those, the only one that consistently gets into the tournament is probably Loyola Marymount and sometimes FGCU. So if he wants to stay in a power conference and also maybe get a little revenge on his old program, then why not come to the Minnesota Gophers? So stay tuned and be on the lookout for Isaiah Thompson because I truly think he could be a fun player to have join this team and he would complement Jamison Battle's game, which we have discussed on multiple podcasts at this point. So thus far, we've talked about Nick Honor, we've talked about Isaiah Thompson, and now we're going to move to the big one that broke recently this week, and Gophers fans have been going insane. So hopefully the dream doesn't end in heartbreak, hopefully it ends in happiness, and Gophers fans can start the pep rallies. And that is because former North Carolina forward, and former Marquette forward, Dawson Garcia, has officially entered the transfer portal. Now, first off, we want to give our well wishes to Dawson and his family because the reason he is leaving North Carolina is because he needs to be closer to family due to medical situations that have popped up in his family. So we have our well wishes with him regardless of if he decides to come to the Gophers or not, but... Being closer to family does add at least a benefit in our case being his home state. So that is the reason that this Dawson Garcia news officially breaking is intriguing because it seems to give us at least a slight edge maybe. 
Now, that's not to say that he couldn't go to a school like Wisconsin or even St. Thomas, which is still a D1 program, and those are both still relatively close to home. So it's not a lock by any means, but it would be a great get. And honestly, he was averaging nine points with North Carolina in his time with them prior to leaving the program. And that's on a North Carolina team that just came off of a national championship loss. And they would have loved to keep him there because honestly, Dawson Garcia is a great player. I mean, he averaged 13 points and 6.6 rebounds as a true freshman in Marquette. And then at UNC in the ACC, which is one of the best basketball programs out there, and they play in some of the toughest competition out there, he was averaging 9 points, 5 rebounds, and he was close to 40% shooting from 3-point. So those are numbers that would absolutely bounce back for the Gophers. On top of, he can find his own shot, which is something that we have struggled with this past season outside of battle and Willis. So if we can bring Garcia in, that will be a huge get, especially because he had multiple games where he he had scored over 20 points for the Tar Heels, including a game against Purdue, which again, I said was one of the top ranked teams all year. And he had 26 points against them on 10 of 13 shooting with eight rebounds. He also had 20 plus games against Furman and Elon this year. Now, the one potential downside with Garcia could be that since he's already transferred once, he could have to sit out an entire season. But with the family hardship, there is a chance that the NCAA could waive that one-year waiting period if he is granted hardship. So it's not completely out of the question that he could be playing right away if he joins the Minnesota Gophers. So keep your eyes peeled on that. Of course, if it breaks, we will be one of the first to tell you as soon as we can. And to put all anxious Gopher fans' worries to the side, we did immediately reach out to Garcia as soon as he had he was entered into the portal. So there is no chance that we're not talking to him and we're not going all out on Garcia. We'll stay tuned on that one. As far as Kerwin Walton goes, he is still on the North Carolina Tar Heels, has not entered the portal, and until he his name enters that portal... We at the Lockdown Gophers are not going to even talk about it or dream about Kerwin being on the team because that isn't good for any of us. It's not healthy. I mean, if you're going to sit there and dream on a player that hasn't entered the portal, it's unrealistic and you're setting yourself up for failure. So we're not going to talk about Kerwin anymore unless he enters on his own right. We're going to hope on these three others, Dawson Garcia, Isaiah Thompson, and Nick Honor. And another name that I want to at least keep bring up now, and we'll keep it in the back burner, we'll probably talk about it on a future episode, is former Champlain Park guard Josiah Strong. He initially played for Navy basketball, then he transferred to Illinois State. And at Illinois State, he also was shooting above 40% from the three-point line. He had multiple games, scoring over 20 points. He's from Minnesota. I personally watched him at Champlain Park and on their state championship run. They lost in the state championship game, 
but I did watch him, McKinley Wright, Theo John, all those guys ball out. And he is a great player. He's a good shooter. He has a dog mentality. So he is someone to keep an eye on. And once again, the Gophers have established contact with him. Now, I know he has talked to Iowa State and a couple other schools as well. So hopefully the Gophers can be aggressive on him and bring him in. He would be a great bench rotation player for the Golden Gophers in future seasons. Now to close the show, we have breaking hockey news from this week. If you haven't heard it yet, Ben Myers has chosen his team. And we'll tell you who that is coming up next. Let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Speaking of NBA playoffs, you can bet on an NBA series. I'm looking at the series right now. I'm looking at this on Bet Online, and for the Timberwolves series, they're at a plus 315 versus the Grizzlies. So if you think the Timberwolves can bring the energy, bring the heat, and take down the Grizzlies, go check that out. Other series that you can look at include the Bulls, who are currently plus 800 against the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Nets are plus 130 on the Celtics. So if you think the Nets can pull the upset on the Celtics, there's another interesting one for you there. Again, you can check all of this and more over at Bet Online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so we're going to close the show with the latest and greatest on the Gophers hockey captain who is officially no longer returning. We all kind of knew this was going to be the case because Ben Myers had basically his pick of the litter of where he wanted to go in the NHL. He had his choice of what has been reported as up to 20 teams that have reached out and wanted to sign the undrafted free agent. So he had his choice and he chose the number one team in the NHL currently, the Colorado Avalanche. And you know what? I am happy for him. I am happy for Ben Myers. I do not care that it is one of the Wilds' rivals because we like to see our guys put in opportunities where they can be successful and they can thrive. And maybe, just maybe, his conversations with the Avalanche went so well and he knows that he'll be able to contribute starting next season. Now, unfortunately, Ben is not eligible for the playoffs this season for them so he will not be able to play for them in the playoffs but one thing that was mentioned by Ben Myers agent is that he felt like it really fit his style and they appreciated how he plays they stressed how they liked his smarts and his 200 foot game as well as his abilities in the face-off circle his agent Dan Plant even said some of the first words that Ben said after hanging up the call with them was, I really like those guys. And that they were the first team call that he took when he was looking into all of his opportunities and talking and discussing with all the other teams. 
Plant also said that they really talked to Ben about what he could expect if he joined the Avs, including that the ownership group is committed to winning a Stanley Cup and what the team is looking for and how it treats its players. So, I mean, I'm sure he felt the love. I'm sure he felt wanted, and I'm sure he felt like he could compete for a cup now. And you can't blame him for that. He's coming off of a Frozen Four matchup where he just worked his butt off over the past few seasons to get to the point where he could try and compete for a national championship and came within a game of getting there. So I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. In fact, I'm rooting for him. I hope he does great. And the reason I'm stressing all these things as if there are people out there saying they do blame him and they're wishing negative will on him, that's because that's what I'm seeing on Twitter right now. And it's absolutely disgusting. Just because a guy is from Minnesota and didn't pick to go to the wild doesn't mean we should throw away everything he has done for us and everything that he brought to our program. All the hope he instilled and all of the light that he shed on the program as he represented us at the Olympics. I mean, he did a lot of good for the Gophers, not only under their uniform with their jersey, but also representing for the country. So let's not bash this man. I mean, you have no idea what he has thought throughout this entire process. And plus, having lived in Minnesota, I mean, he's from here. He went to Delano High School, and then he played for the Gophers. He's been in Minnesota probably a vast majority of his life. Maybe he wants a change of scenery. Maybe he doesn't want the pressure of having to be under the home fans' eyes and have that judgment if something doesn't work out. Maybe he doesn't want to feel like he has to be the hometown hero, or maybe he just wants an opportunity elsewhere and then he would consider the wild in the future. Regardless, there's no need to tear the guy down, especially after all that he has done for us, for our program, and for the M that was on his sweater. So... Let's respect his decision. Congratulations to Ben Myers for signing with the Colorado Avalanche. You got a fan in us here at the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. And that's going to do it for us on today's episode. Thank you for tuning in once again. Be sure to follow the podcast wherever you stream your podcast, whatever your go-to platform is. Like, follow, and subscribe, and leave a five-star review. I'm Kane Robb, and this is the show where we always continue to row. Next week, we're going to pop off with some YouTube launch officially happening. We'll have another mailbag, and we'll have another week of Guess That Gopher on Wednesday. So be sure to tune into the show. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.